sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. This week, we do. The Wire versus The Good Wife. Yeah. So we're back T-W with The Wire. versus TGW. Uh, it's almost perfect. Yeah, we've had a... I don't know. It's been a rough time in the uh, pop culture continuum universe. And by universe, I mean me and Pat's lives. And, uh, you know, some people know, listeners know about what Pat's been going through. Some friends of mine who listen know what I've been going through. The rest of you, I'm not going to tell you shit, but... We've we've been spotty with episodes. I think we're ready to get back on track with like weekly. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, eh? Well, I won't be around the next two weekends, so probably not. Oh, so there you go. It's all Pat's fault, and I'll say as much on the Facebook page. Wait, where are you going? You uh, I have a graduation. Oh, yeah. You're graduating. Graduation. Yep, graduating to being a full human. Oh. I used to be an ape, and now I will be a full human once they're going to shave my back, and they're going to teach me how to allocute. Oh, I liked you as an ape, though. I know, but sometimes it's it's good to join the rest of humanity. I guess. I don't know. Looking at humanity, I don't know that it's actually that great a thing. Okay, so you're graduating from ape to human, and then what else? And then I'm just going to stay around and, and celebrate. Oh, being human? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Go whistle at some oh. women. Yeah, I'll do that, and I'll, uh, I'll discriminate against other other cultures. Yeah. I don't know. I don't actually know what culture I'll join since I'm just going to be starting being a human, but I'm just going to choose a good one. Yeah. I mean, I think Armenian's a good way to go. Uh, I was thinking Inuit. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean... Then I'm going to really regret shaving that fur when I'm living in an igloo. That's the thing. Do you do you want to be an Inuit living with the Inuits or just like an Inuit in Philadelphia? Then you can be like a curiosity. Well, that's true. I don't know. It might work out. You could like charge people just stand on the stand on the corner selling. Uh, what would you sell? I guess snow cones. Well, here we call snow cones water ice. Oh, that's smart. I mean, it makes a lot more sense. Uh, The Wire, Season 1, Episode 2. Episode 2. Here's the problem. We've been binge-watching The Wire again, and so, like, I'm all confused about what fucking episode this is. But I did just watch it last night, so hopefully I can keep up. I think this episode... Um, ah, what, what the fuck does happen? Oh. Some of the... Some of the, uh, team... What are they called? I guess they're, like, a... Major, oh shit! I cut out. Wait, can I you... can hear you. You can. I mm-hmm. can't. I can't hear myself through the thing. Hold on a sec. Let me pause. Okay, sorry about that. I don't know what the hell happened. Hopefully, people could hear me on that. If not, maybe, maybe, maybe the word you're looking for is the name of this episode. The detail. Oh yeah, they're like a special detail. I guess. I guess eventually they're called the Major Crimes Unit. But um. Really? Because I I would think Major Crimes would be. Like, that's more... Anyway, I haven't watched it all, so maybe you're right. Yeah. Um, yes, this detail they put together, they... Uh, so, um, Lute- the Lieutenant Daniels, uh, they send him a bunch of, like, 
fuck-ups and shitheads. All the people from every other unit that uh, they I don't know about, rid of. about you, but I was definitely reminded of Brooklyn Nine-Nine with the fuck-ups and screw-ups. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with the, I forget, Scully and what's the other guy's name in Brooklyn yes. Nine-Nine? Uh, yeah. Scully, I know, what is it? You know, the two fuck-ups. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, definitely. I'm sure they... I'm sure they watched The Wire. Um, but yeah, th- there were those type of people in there. and uh, mm-hmm. But he also, Lieutenant Daniels also managed to wrangle a few good people. I mean, McNulty was already in there. Kimo was in there. Right. Yeah, because that, that was under his command. Yeah. She was. And McNulty's the one who started everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I love I love how in these first two episodes he's really just getting crap rained down on, on from all corners. Yeah. Yeah, everybody hates him. Uh except his partner. But his partner just Oh Bunk thinks he deserves Bunk does, thinks uh, McNulty deserves all the crap he's had going against Well him. yeah, because it doesn't affect Bunk in any way what McNulty's done. So no. yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He just um yeah, I know. I know. It's fun. I, man, I took a years ago, you know, one of those stupid, which character are you from The Wire? Yes. And uh, I was like hoping I would get Omar, who hasn't shown up yet in this series as we've been watching. Uh, but now I got McNulty. And then somebody was like, oh, yeah, I can see that. One of my <laughs> friends I was like, man. Anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, then a couple of the dipshits decide to go out. They're like bored trying to figure out what's going on with these drug dealers and they decide to go and, out yeah and the, and the thing is with the dipshits that are about to do this two of them didn't seem that bad they just seemed like hotheads yeah yeah so before like when no. you're watching this episode that there's one guy in this group of three who seemed like a, an idiot and wasn't was one of the ones that daniels didn't really want but the other two were just like they were bodies that would help seemingly but right. apparently not yeah carver and herc are the two guys who are seem like decent police the, uh, the other dude, Prezbaluski, who we find out is the son-in-law of Major Valchek, who, which is the reason he's gotten away with so much crap, like firing his mm-hmm. gun into his own car. Um, he's he's not a real cop. He's never been on the street or anything. And yeah, he decides to. Well, he ends up blinding a 14-year-old kid with the butt of his gun. Yeah, that's because, a rough a rough scene. Yeah, uh, they, I mean it's it's it's. It, it does. It's just a stupid, stupid setup. Those guys. What they were. Th- they. There's not really an explanation of what they were thinking would happen when they did that. No. Yeah. Well, they just want to go in there and like bust some heads and knock some people around in the in the towers where all the drugs. Yeah. Deals are going yeah. on. But they go at like two in the morning when nothing's fucking happening. Well, even if it is, the everyone is smart enough to know to to run away. Yeah. Exactly. They know they're coming, and uh, so they knock it, some yeah. old man down with his laundry. Yeah, yeah, and then they get everyone in the in the building mad at them and start throwing crap down, and then the shooting happens. Yeah, then people start shooting at them, uh, and rightfully so, in my <laughs> opinion. But um, but well, we also have a uh, we also have a nice philosophical talk about chicken McNuggets down in the pit with the uh, drug dealers. Um, oh, and they uh, from the first episode the. Uh, the witness that got killed, they bring in D'Angelo Barksdale and kind of get him feeling guilty, even though he had nothing to do about it and didn't know anything about it and have him start writing out a letter of apology to the dude's kids who don't actually exist. 
<laughs> well, that was the thing. I mean, he already felt guilty about it from the first episode. So it's kind of continuing on that. Yeah, yeah. Not that the cops knew that. They but didn't we, know, the, but yeah. The, the audience knew that he saw what happened and just kind of turned around and walked away. And he he was definitely feeling something. It yeah. It seemed like he was happy about it. I think McNulty picked up early on that he wasn't like as necessarily as tough a guy as the rest of these higher yeah. ups in the. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I. Uh, well, I think just the fact, just the crime he committed showed him to be weak. I mean, to yes. use the. Like I forget exactly what it was, but it was like he got jumped and he shot when he didn't need to shoot. It was something yes, like that. Yes, that's, that's that's exactly it. It was just it could have just been a fight. Right. Yeah. Um. What? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, that was it. Oh. Um. Yeah. I think that's the basis of. But the... I think I think that the reaction to the screw ups doing their thing. I thought McNulty was going to be there to be mad at them, which would have been more entertaining than Daniels, because Daniels. Well, Daniels, this is, he's got to take care of his men. I mean, that's his job. Yeah, so he exactly. tells them a story to to cover themselves with the blinding of the kid. Yeah. This was definitely a episode. I mean, it's only the second episode, but an episode for who plays Daniels? Reddick? Lance Reddick? Yeah, Lance like Reddick. This, this was his episode. I mean, the first episode was McNulty's, but this was his episode. It was the entire episode. He was fighting something. He was fighting for more men. He was fighting McNulty. He was fighting these assholes. He's fighting his wife on protecting these assholes. And this was a really good, really good at Daniel's episode. Oh yeah, and he's a great. Well, I the acting's like pretty great across the board, anyway. Yeah, but he is especially good. He is. He's really good. I don't um, know if he won awards for this show, but he should have. Nobody ever won shit for this show now. That's weird. <laughs> Yeah. I guess this is before Emmy started to go to. Um, uh, well, I don't know because uh, the, the Sopranos had won before this. Um, I think it, this was just not something that people watched. That's weird. Yeah, because people talked about it at the. I mean, even at the time, people talked about. it. I am surprised it didn't win any awards. Yeah, once it started going, it's just well, we've talked about it a little with you and like the way you watched it at first. It's a difficult show to sell on people because you really have to pay attention and you have to like basically what it like you can consider each season like a movie then then it kind of makes more sense because things get explained later but you're not used to that necessarily in a tv series right yeah where things come together but um i mean really you could think of the whole series as one long movie uh but yeah yeah it's you know it's there's a lot of characters they don't like they just drop you in and they don't baby you about about the show so yeah but that's not something critics usually rebel against no critics i think critics did love the show from the beginning um right but the critics are are the ones giving out a lot of awards that's why i'm surprised that yeah yeah i know i don't know that they didn't even get nominated for stuff oh well it's good yeah, it's. I mean, it's come around to. There's a consensus on it now, at least. Um, right. It's. It's. I mean, it's almost a. It's a parody when people say it's their favorite show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited to keep going through. Um, but I mean, yeah, this is pretty straightforward. You you do need the first episode, but um, if you not really, the first but... episode, yeah, maybe not. I mean, you can kind of, maybe if you got the recap. Yeah. I. I I don't think anything happens in the first episode you need for this one. It's it's a deeper understanding if you watch the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah, it with so many characters, it's always good to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But, but this show, like the first episode, a bunch of characters, and then there's like a ton more characters thrown in, and it's not like you say, it's not clear where they're coming from until later in the episode. So it's just that's just how the show is. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm sure everybody make has made this point already, but one of the the things that makes The Wire stand out from other cop shows is that they also focus on the criminals, like they have their own lives and storylines. Mm-hmm. They're not just the bad guys. Um, it's not all the right. cops, and uh, some of the cr- criminal actors are are well. All the criminal actors are pretty well done as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I really like. I always like the scenes in the pit when the when the drug dealers are sitting around sitting around talking uh, yeah. philosophical stuff. That's not you know the, that's not really that's couched in like pop culture type mm-hmm. talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So you you enjoyed this. You've seen it before, but I'm yeah, sure you don't remember a lot. Uh, yeah, man, we've only talked for like nine minutes about this, but you know what the hell are we gonna say? I know it's not. It's, it's a problem with doing the wire. I know, but it's my way of forcing you to watch the first season. <laughs> and it's a it's this is uh, and the, there's I don't know I don't yeah I don't know what else to say. This is like this was another time where the characters you got to learn so much more about the characters like you learn about Bunkel he is very hands off and in, in a very cool way yeah and and like Bunk and McNulty's uh dynamic you learn yes. more about how yeah. they work together and and just like lie like motherfuckers to try to entrap a <laughs> not really entrap but you know i guess it's entrap I don't know. You know what comes. And how do. they have they have their rhythm. Rhythm. They weren't excited about having Kim, Kim in, even though it didn't really affect them any. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't but want like, Kim in the room with him. Before they went in, it's like, what do you want to do here? And they had like a, I think they just had a name for it, Deuce or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a fun scene. And I guess that's how the show works. That bunk is bunk ever going to be a part of the detail? Uh, if it's a spoiler, you don't have to let me know. Not, yeah, like, I'm not going to say anything. Um, but at, at this point, he's not a part of the detail. But his the crime he's working on is related. Him. Yes. So that's how he was able. They're able to work together in this situation. I think it's a, a little over the top. The how the one. I mean, not. I don't know. Maybe it's real life, but I. I it kind of irritates me a little bit how the the boss is just so immediately once McNulty gone, and the. I mean, it's funny, but it, it's kind of off. Off for this show where he's like he wrecks the desk, and then the guy's like, "That's not his desk." Yeah. <laughs> I, I I thought that scene was kind of funny, but yeah, I know what you mean. Well, that's just that's Rawls. He's uh, he's a dick, and yeah. he he will continue to be a dick throughout the series. And <laughs> although you learn something like in just a few seconds in season three about his personal life, that it's like a blink and you'll miss it. That is never brought up <laughs> again. But yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. No, I know what you mean, and. But I guess they need that in the show too. Um, you gotta have yeah. the boss who's pissed. I mean, that goes, that kind of goes somewhere in this season as well. I understand him being pissed. It's just so so pissed. Yeah, I think he's hated McNulty for a long time. <laughs> is is the impression you get? <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Thumbs up. Episode thumbs two. Up. Um. We'll take a quick break and then we'll hopefully try to talk a lot more about The Good Wife. Uh, episode one. Episode one, yeah. 
streaming on Hulu if you want to watch it before you listen to this. We will be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation. Hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's great racing, steeple chasing. Alright, we're back with The Good Wife, played by Juliana Morales. And, uh, alright, so you have watched this whole series, right? No, I've watched, no. like, a bunch of it. I stopped watching, like, season, I don't know how many seasons it was, maybe the second to last or before that. I just got, oh, oh I guess, it's, oh man, it ran seven seasons. I probably stopped watching season five or season six. It was just a show that... I watched a lot, and then football ruined it, and I couldn't ever catch up, so I just forgot about it. If only there was some way to record these shows. That's the problem. I would record them, and the football games would make it so that the show didn't record. Oh, that's the problem with living on the East Coast, yeah. Yep. Um, one of the many. But, so The Good Wife, it is about a ER nurse who quits her job to marry a... Wait, what was he like? A um, a state prosecutor or something? Yes. Something. Well, yeah. uh, was he a state? Yeah, state's state attorney. State, state's attorney, yeah. And uh, in in Chicago, and uh, he ends up. I don't know. You don't really quite know what, like misappropriating funds and also having affairs. Mm-hmm. And um, he ends. Well, he ends up going to jail. Which you don't learn until a little bit later, but um, I mean, but it looks like a club-fed type jail. Uh, but she goes back to work as a lawyer, which she hadn't done for a long time. She'd given up her career for her kids and her husband's career. Um, so she starts in this big law firm with, um, where I guess she got hired because she had a friend who was a partner, uh, uh, played by um, Dead Poets Society. Yep, the entire cast. Yep. Depending on the scene, you'll see someone else, and that's why the show really changed. It's changed when Robin Williams died. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I haven't got that far yet. Um. And yeah, so they give her some pro bono work. Um, I enjoyed it for what it was. I like with all these, all these network. Well, I always like courtroom drama shows, but I mm-hmm. think the thing with all these courtroom dramas. Let me say this. Well. I'll say this. Juliana Margulies uh, is excellent. She does a gr- think... great job. But everybody else, they kind of hit a little too hard. Like her, the uh, the investigator that she works with is a little too harsh at first. Like they're, they're just really trying to put all the character traits in so that you're like, you know who this person is. But it's a little well, I th- too much. I, especially for that specific character, I thought she was harsh on purpose because she's dealing with this person who used she used to work with her husband and she's not really sure what's I don't know I oh, no I got that I just thought 
I just thought, okay, I get it. Uh, you can you back off a little on it. I see. I thought she did back off by the end of the episode. So well, yeah, they, happen. yeah, of course they became friends. <laughs> but and then it also sets up kind of like false dilemmas uh, in the way these shows often do as well. Like, like, yeah, you kind of know she's going to win the case by the end, and you also know like they they have a thing where she's like they hired two people for like six month terms her and another mm-hmm. dude to see who does better and you're like well we already know who's going to win this show's right, called the it, good wife not not the little dorky dude i think so. if, as you watch more their their relationship becomes more interesting so it's i don't think that's fair to, to judge that specific part of the plot based on the first episode yeah well pilots are always hard to judge. i'm just saying like it's it's um but you need to have a drama, so it's like I don't, I don't have any problem with that. You don't, and the way that the show goes, you don't know everything. To tell you the truth. Well, yeah, but I'm just comparing it to The Wire. There's so it, there's such a difference. Like this is definitely a network show. You can tell. Um, well, it's a very formulaic show for sure. Yes, yes, it, that's all I'm I saying. Think, I think that's what's impressive about that. In in some cases, it's able to rise above its formula. And, Transcend, yeah. Yeah, and this first episode, it's hard to do that with the pilot because, like you say, they're trying to introduce all these characters all at once, and there's a, a lot of characters they had to introduce. And, like, there's a few of them that are over-the-top annoying for for character reasons they want to say. Like, the, the the woman partner was a little bit... It didn't make any sense how she was acting. Oh, yeah, Christine Baranski, Sybil's right. friend. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that's... I know her from this show, so I didn't know her from Sybil. But, uh, yeah, that's... That's just the case of a pilot, but I, a lot of a lot of this show I thought was impressive for a pilot. That there are some things that were fully formed in, in good ways. Like they had a lot of good actors. Oh yeah, like, definitely. The well, like I said, I think Juliana Margulies like did the best job, but she also had the most to do. But but she, right. she there was nothing like over the top or anything about her portrayal. No. She did really good. And David Paymer did a good job as guest starring as the judge, and and the dude from Linus. Well, or what is his name? The guy from Bosch. Titus Welliver. Titus, Le- T- Titus Welliver. I do was, like Linus Titwell, though. <laughs> was uh, was was excellent in his little like heavy role in the in the. Yeah, he's the new past. state's attorney. Yeah, who we find out well, we find out maybe at least in Juliana Margulies' mind, he's the one who leaked the sex tape of her husband. Right. Yeah. And um, that's the that's what I think makes this show pretty interesting that she has. It's all about her, of course, but she has multiple wars going. It's not just – it's her versus her husband. It's her versus that dude. It's her versus other people in her firm. It's her versus her mother-in-law. And it's – and the mother-in-law, another one that's over the top to start with. But I think they kind of soften her as the show goes on. But, yeah. I do like that her daughter programmed her mother-in-law's uh, yeah. phone uh, tone – what do you, what the fuck are they – ringtone is uh, the Twilight Zone theme. Um, no, I like I said, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, it is – formulaic but i expected that so it these aren't necessarily complaints uh just things i i noticed that you know they're part of this kind of show Mm -hmm. but i I know a lot of people love it and i think probably um i'm guessing it's probably not as much a week-to-week courtroom drama type thing as law and order but like there are story arcs that go on yeah i mean yeah you can, you can see the ones that are starting up in this episode the him w- wanting to get an appeal to get out of jail uh the the one you don't like that the the, the battle between her and carrie to get the, the the associate job the 
relationship with him, her and Dead Poets Society. Yeah, there's a lot of different arcs that continue through the whole series that something like Law and Order doesn't have. Yeah, yeah, which I can see. Um, yeah, because apparently there's a, you know, as we talked about before, there's a story arc on Law and Order where uh, Elizabeth Rome was a lesbian that I totally missed until, you know, she announced it. Well, I think everybody in the world missed it. But, yeah. I mean, there was super, well, blink thinking you missed the clues, but they weren't, yeah, that was such a ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Was, and I, I mean, I remember watching that when it was new and just being like, this is so stupid. And, but it would have been so much better if, if he had said, no, I didn't know you were gay. Yeah. Well, and on the, like I say, like I'm saying, on this show, you can see story arcs being set up. So Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that's better. It's but definitely I, better than just, well, I mean, I don't mind like, you know, one-off week-to-week courtroom drama type things, but um, but I do yeah. like, especially no, when you have an actress this good, you want you want stories. I'm, yeah, I'm saying it's better to have them set up and not um, just thrown in your face not, as yes, if you should have. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that made yeah, that made no sense. Um, I mean, I could see myself continuing to watch this. Um, you know, it's not like it's not taxing to watch for sure, and. Yeah. I did like, you know, I, I always like um, good courtroom-like mysteries when they have to, you know, go out and figure out what the fuck happened because it seemed like a total uh, slam-dunk case uh, right. against Juliana Margulies. Right. And, you know, there's all this... And, and they did a good job of, of setting it up without being too easy, yeah. which is always nice. Yeah. But the other thing I thought about with this show, watching the first episode, is it's kind of cool... I don't know if it's because it was highly reviewed and that's why these actors, but like the actors went on, like Jillian Jacobs was in the first episode of the show and I didn't remember that. Yeah, I didn't, I was going to say, Gilly's on it. <laughs> um, was she only in the know. first episode? Do you know? I don't know. I uh, don't remember. Because you didn't know her at, at that point right, from Community right. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All I heard was like, I think that was an echo from before. Oh. Um, yeah, I I think uh, I don't know. I can't think of another courtroom show other than Law and Order that um, that I've enjoyed. So I I would watch more I like, and see how it goes. I, I like L.A. Law. Oh yeah, but that's going way back. I, I mean, yeah. more recent. Yeah. Um, I know you like Matlock, right? Wait, was yeah. that a courtroom show? It was it was basically Perry Mason with Andy Griffith. Okay, so that's yes. what I thought. He was the defense attorney, and he'd always find the secret witness to get them innocent. And then I, I don't actually—I've not seen much of Matlock, but what I've seen has been good. So yes, it's good. I always wonder about these shows. Like the people who create them must be lawyers, right? You—I don't know. It's like the, or they must have like just a ton of consultants. Yeah, that's what I figure. It must be. I mean, not necessarily that they were lawyers, but maybe they were. I mean, just to write a, a pilot, you have to know something about the law in this case. I mean, maybe they got it all from watching other TV shows, but it doesn't <laughs> seem like it. The, the the couple who created this also created Brain Dead. Oh, no shit. That's right. I think you we talked about that when we talked about Brain Dead. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting. I would I have nothing against this. Um, so, oh, we didn't even really talk about the plot which i guess we can um i mean we talked about her going she gets pro bono work it's about the case is um this woman whose husband was shot in a 
possible carjacking, but the uh, the it was his ex-wife, right? Right, right. Um, they were driving around together, and uh, he got shot. He was remarried, um, and she had gun residue on her hands and face, I think. And um, I can't remember. Oh, and apparently she said a truck drove in and shot them, and there was no security camera footage of the truck. Um, it was in this, like, mall parking lot. Uh, so the odds were stacked against her and Juliet Margulies had to prove she did not shoot her ex-husband. And she did, quite tidily. Um, yeah, that, that's the basic plot. Nobody else really had a lot to do except for the investigator on this mm-hmm. episode. Um, it and was... the investigator, whose actress, I have to look it up, but I really like her. I don't. I have not seen her in anything else. But she's she's very good. Oh, I liked her too. I thought she was. I thought she was great. Um, the two of them. I assume she continues on in the show. Yeah. 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 She, she she has a lot to do, which is nice. Um. And... Oh, she was an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't remember at all. Oh, me either. I think. Uh, like so, Juliana Margulies is still married to the dude, though, right? Right. Yes. Okay. Which seems weird. I'm. I don't know. I guess we'll see where that goes. I feel like she's gonna at some point start getting it on with Dead Poet Society. Yes. But, um, because her husband really did some assholeish stuff. Anyway, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. What the hell do I know? I only watched the pilot. Um. Anyway, I know at some point Alan Cumming comes on, right? Isn't there like a yeah a spinoff so with good. his? With the him? spinoff I've not seen, but no, well, I didn't know he was in a spinoff. I know I that know. Uh, Sybil's friend is in the spinoff. I don't know who else is in it, but Alan Cumming is comes in. I don't know what season, but he when he's there, he is really good. And it's another character that that your perspective on him changes as the show goes along, which is always neat because the way he acts changes. And I don't know if Jillian Jacobs was on this show very long because I was looking at it and this started in 2009, so the community. So maybe she did this pilot and community got picked up so she just left the show. Yeah, probably. Possible. I mean, she didn't, she wasn't really necessary to this show anyway too much. No. Um, they could have anybody do that, that role um, or, you know, that play that, the part of, that employee. Um, right. Right. Uh, I also, from what I understand, uh, a crossover type thing. I remember hearing Bodie from the wire, uh, is on the good wife at some point. Playing so, his character from the wire. Yeah. Playing Bodie. Um, so that'll be interesting. Who's Bodie from the wire. Uh, he is, he's, I one mean, of, he's one of the pit kids. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. He's the most famous, no, 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 not him. Not, not, uh, not Michael. B. I'm not thinking Michael B. Jordan. I just, I looked him up. I see like the, of that, not, I don't know what I mean by most famous. I mean, the one that talks the most of that group. Like yes. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I heard he's on the good wife at some point anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll keep watching. Shoot. Why not? Coming all the, all the way from, from Baltimore to come to Chicago. Oh, that's a long train ride, man. Mm-hmm. If you've ever taken it, ugh. snoring fatties. My God, he's in a show right now called Saints and Sinners. Have you watched that? No. What the hell network is that on? It is on probably something I don't get. I think it's something nobody gets. Uh, 
It's an American primetime television soap opera. What? The series follows the conflicts among the members of a Baptist church in small town Georgia. The series premiered on African-American-oriented television network Bounce TV. There it is. Bounce. Oh, Bounce. I do have Bounce, actually. Yeah, I've never uh, heard of the show, but it's been on since 2016. Oh, damn. Well, I'm always happy when people from The Wire get more work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, so you don't even know how The Good Wife ends. Nope. I guess you're going to have to start watching from where you left off. Yeah, if I remember. It's well, a good show, though. It's, it's one of those you. shows that, like you say, it's it's uh, low, low. like, you don't have to think that much while you're watching it, but it's pretty fun. Yeah. No, I always, I'm always up for those kind of shows. But it's not the kind, like, it's not, it's but not, it's not dumb shit. Either. Yeah. It, not, not just not shit, but it's not, it's an intelligent show. It's just not. Yeah, no, totally. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not mindless. And Chris Noth is in it, also from Law and Order, or as most people know, Sex in the City, Mr. Big. Yeah, that that is how most people know, especially most. I've men. never, I, I've never seen Sex in the City, but I feel like I should watch it just because I like him so much. You should. I mean, you're a total Samantha. I thought I was a Danielle. Nope, because that's not a character. Um, I, I I guarantee you, if you watch the entire run of Sex in the City, or is it Sex and the City? That oh. you will find that there is a Danielle in one episode. Nope. I scoured through the IMDb, no Danielle. I think the next season of Broad City, they should just do, like, like they shouldn't write anything. They should just do, like, three episodes where just they're Sex in the City episodes. Changing oh, just, nothing. Like, yeah, just like they used to do with the Brady Bunch Live type thing? Yeah, I guess. But, oh, no, they do change something. It's still the... Like the apartments they live in, and the apartments they're going to use for whatever scenes happen. Yeah, but then they got to get two more women. Okay, so they can get uh, Alana's mom can be one. And then, who, what other women are there on the show? That uh, show is sexist. Wait, both moms. Let's bring both moms. Who's Abby's mom? Abby's mom was someone famous. It was. Uh, didn't she come on? And she had that crazy like she was drinking a lot and. Shit, I don't remember. I just remember her dad, Tony Danza. You know, they right? Should... But the, the the episode where it was, I think, the second time that Alana was working as a waitress, and uh, they like she got. Oh, she you're right. Fuck, who was? Yeah, I can't remember who it was now. They could also just uh, just bring uh, Hillary Clinton back and have her play one. I oh, mean, okay. she's not doing anything now. Have you seen the? Um... This is not related to anything that you just said. I just thought they could bring Jenny Slate on because I always like Jenny Slate. But Jenny Slate is in the new Venom movie. Have you seen the trailer for that? No. It's kind of funny how she pronounces uh, symbiote. symbiote. I don't know how the right pronunciation, but it sounds like her pronunciation is wrong. It probably is. Although (laughs) Perry Gilpin. Perry Gilpin from... Oh, uh, that's from Frasier. Plays Abby's mom. but. Speaking of Frasier, if any of our listeners can help me out, I saw this episode of Frasier that I, I wish I could knew the title, but um, it was one where there was this huge misunderstanding. So look that up for me, guys, if you know what I'm talking about. And I can that. answer. You're you're thinking of Three's Company. Oh, maybe I am. Yeah, I do confuse that with Frasier quite often. Uh, season four, episode 13. Thank you. S- Suzanne Summers really nope she's gone by then reminds me of that dog um oh yeah you're right season four wow i don't know how i messed that all up 
Me neither. It's Terry the Nurse by then. Oh, that's right, Terry. Good old Terry. How did that show run that long? My God. Watched it all the time as a kid. Um, it was a different time. A stupider time. Well, I don't know if that's true. A stupider time for TV. <laughs> did you watch the White House Correspondents' Dinner? No. Trump didn't even go, did he? Of course not. Yeah, no. Who who did it? Uh, Michelle Wolf is that her name from the Daily Show? Oh yeah. Michelle's. Was it so, any good? Michelle something. I just saw clips and it was pretty funny. And people are ticked off about it. About what she said, or that Trump wasn't there? No, what she said. They, oh. they thought it was it was too harsh. Yeah, I can't imagine me thinking that, but we'll check nope, out some you clips. It wasn't, that, <laughs> wasn't too harsh. It was funny. They did the same thing with Colbert. I think they're a oh, little yeah. worse with this one. And who knows if it's sexism or not. Sexism. Probably. Sexism in the city. I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I love that Colbert one, man. I thought that was fucking that hilarious. Was... And that was even better because Bush was right there. Yeah, he did it right to his stupid face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, okay. At the, okay, next week, oh. we should do our music one that we've had planned for a while, yeah? Okay, sounds good. Yeah, then we don't have to think about anything this week. Just listen to the music. Um, but for now, why don't we skip to... Recommendations, recommendations. Like, I don't know what yours is going to be. Go ahead. I'm going to recommend Stitcher Premium. No, that's not your recommendation. Tell me your real. <laughs> it is. All right. That's one of your recommendations then. Am I right? I'm going to recommend Stitcher Premium, and I uh, I think it's worth getting. For freedom. All the, all the uh, Earwolf stuff. For, without for, commercials. Uh, without commercials. And the Wolverine show is really good. Oh, is and, it? Uh, I was wondering, like, I don't know yeah. what it is. Is it like a radio play type thing? It's a radio play, and it's really well done. and has, like, you'll listen to it, and you'll say, hey, I know that guy. So they got real good people, like Scott Atzitz in the first episode. So is it got, funny, or is it dramatic? Dramatic. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Okay. Stitcher And premium. I guess I also will recommend a movie called Isle of Dogs, which I enjoyed. Oh, that's not I what I thought was, either. There's controversy around it, but it was... It was well done, and I understand the controversy, but I don't. I'm not going to say they're wrong. I just don't. It's not as bad as 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 it could have been. Wes Anderson, I'll say this: I'm sure it looks good. Well, you like Fantastic Mr. Fox, so you might like this. I mean, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Well, I'm you sure I'll watch this it. at some point. Just not in the theater. Uh, wow, that's really not what I thought you were going to recommend. Uh, but oh well. Did see Infinity War, right? Spoil it for me right now. Spoil spoil it for everybody. Nope. Nope. I will not spoil it for people. I refuse. I almost did it outside the theater and I will not do it on this podcast. Oh, come on. Nope. Man. Now I'm gonna have to watch it just so I can spoil it. But by next week it's, it won't even be a spoiler because everybody will have seen it. It's very good. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't recommend it. Um I will recommend I always, you know, I hate doing this with comic book series like so early on because you never know. But there have mm-hmm. been two issues of Infidel. Have you read it? Nope. Image Comics, and it's about this um, this woman who's Muslim, and she lives in this apartment. Um, 
with her husband, although he's gone a lot for work for some reason, um, and her daughter and uh, her mother-in-law comes by to help. And apparently, like, there were a bunch of murders in the building uh, at some point. But, and, and I'm not saying she's Muslim for nothing. Like, it, it's part of the plot. Um, but then she keeps seeing, like, all these demons and stuff. And they seem to be attacking her specifically because she's Muslim. Um, but nobody else can see them. Uh, anyway, it's like a, it's like a weird Twilight zone horror comic oh that sounds neat yeah yeah it's pretty good um, do you know who writes it or anything no because i don't have it in front of me unfortunately um but yeah i'd but say it's... it's worth checking out since there's only two issues out it's easy to easy to get them still yeah that sounds good um and i haven't seen i haven't seen any movies uh like i said we've been re-watching the wire so uh nothing really on tv anyway it's kind of a wasteland right now tv right well, Westworld's out. I haven't oh, that's watched true. it. I watched the I first don't have one. HBO. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, it's just as confusing as <laughs> last season. That's good. Or more so, possibly. Um, and the, was there anything Netflix came out? No, nothing recently. No, I mean, they I come out watched... with stuff every week. I just haven't seen anything that you know I wanted to watch. Yeah. But I've been rewatching, not rewatching. I've been catching up on Atlanta, which is very good, obviously. And uh, oh, have, uh, are are you season two? You've been watching or season one? No, season one. I'm finishing okay. up season one. So I can watch season two and uh, Bosch. I've been watching Bosch on Amazon. Oh yeah, Bosch is fun. Like it's it's another yeah. one. It's formulaic, you know, police procedural type thing. But it's also you know, but, it's it, like The Good Wife. It's it's not dumb. It's you know. Yeah. What I didn't realize it was based on books. I've read the books. Oh, you have. I was wondering like what the books were like. They're good. I just don't remember what I. I don't remember the, the plot. Maybe they changed the plot. Maybe they didn't. I just don't remember. But I definitely because when he was in his his apartment, I was like, oh crap, I've seen this. Because in the in the book, it's like it's described why he has such a, a fantastic place. I was like, if this is not based on that book I read, oh the, the other thing is his name is so recognizable. So I was like, oh yeah. But yeah, those well, two elements are what made me think of the book and not necessarily the plot. I mean, that's the great thing about, like, cop and private eye books is you can reread them over and over because you never remember the fucking plot of them. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> like, yeah. That's what I love about Chandler. And, uh, oh, from, and from, Ross uh, McDonald. Friends? Yeah, from Friends. Oh, that's Could two, he that's be Chandler. more of a crime writer? What? Chandler and Ross, isn't that two people from, or is that the they're, same person? Yeah, they're friends? both, yeah, no, no, they're both Ross? separate people. I mean, Ross, we're on a break. Oh, I thought Ross was the person who played Chandler, but Ross and Chandler... Oh, that's funny. I wonder if that's on purpose. Yeah. No, of course it is. Oh. That, then that show has another layer. Is the whole the whole series unbeknownst to me about a murder that nobody knows about? Yeah. And Joey McBain. Wait, was that somebody? No, that's Ed McBain. Fuck. There's got to be a Joey crime writer Wait, somewhere. Wait, all, all you need is a last name. What's his last name? Um, Fittaducci. Oh, that is a famous crime writer in Italy. Yeah, I thought so. Oh, yeah, there are layers. You wrote the Pinochle Files. More layers to Friends than the Zero, I originally thought. Mm -hmm. Um, We should do that sometime. You know, Viv uh, recommended we get Michael Morris on and do two romantic comedies. Because that's something we'll all hate, and so it will be fun to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, But Michael Morris refuses to do the show anymore? No, I I think he would do it any time. I'll just go up to him at work and smack him in the back of the head like I usually do. And say, wow. Get your ass on the podcast, fool. Oh, my gosh. That's not the kind of workplace 
attitude you're supposed to carry in. This is how this it's it's in our um, it's it's in our company mission statement. That's how you get oh. people on podcasts. So, oh, I am so nothing nobody, if not a company is, man. Has anybody ever smacked you in the back of the head? No, nobody else does a podcast, idiots. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. So we should think about that at some point. Although I don't even know, like. I'm like, what's an older one? But I don't know that I could sit through When Harry Met Sally just because of Billy Crystal anymore. Oh, Roman Holiday. Oh, well, that's really old. And yeah, that I mean, that might work. Versus something current, I don't know. Something with Sandra Bullock, I guess. No, uh, I don't know. Oh, Sandra Bullock has Ocean's 8 coming out this summer and actually looks really fun. I haven't seen any trailers for it or anything. Is Soderbergh doing it as well? Do you I know? just, I have no idea. I just thought, of, I hope he is. That makes it even more fun. Yeah. Yep, he produced it, but he did not direct, direct. it, maybe? Okay. Oh, that's good. Uh, let's see. Directed by Gary Ross. I don't know who that is. Oh, he he started the uh, Ross clothing store. Oh. And well, also played Ross on Friends and wrote books under the pen name Ross McDonald. Wow. Yeah. He also directed Pleasantville, Seabiscuit, The Hunger Games, Free State of Jones, and Ocean's 8. Free State of Jones? What? Free State of Jones. I've never heard of that oh, one. Everything either. else I've heard of. It has Matthew McConaughey. Oh, wow. He's not fucking overexposed or anything. Um, all right. I guess this does it for this. But Ocean Eight, Ocean's 8 has a great cast. Yeah, I, I wish I knew who was in it. I, I hear, like, bits and pieces, like, this actor's in it, and then I forget. Um, do, you, do you have it in front of you? Sandra Bullock is a star. Anne Hathaway is also in it. Kate Blanchett. Mindy Kaling from The Office. Sarah Paulson. Oh, I don't know who this person is. Aquafina. Do you oh, know who that is? Yeah, Aquafina. Yeah, it's this young Asian chick who I don't know much about, but yeah, I don't know why her name's Aquafina. But... Rihanna is in it. Oh, right. Hel- Helen Bonham Carter. Uh, James Corden. And Richard Armitage, who coincidentally plays Wolverine in the. In the podcast? Stitcher Premium Podcast. Have you listened to Freedom? I've listened to the free one, but I haven't listened to the pay, pay okay. poor pay ones. But I loved it, so that's one of the reasons that... The guy at work told me how good Wolverine is. The neat, the neat thing about Wolverine is, like at least the first episode, doesn't have any barely any Wolverine. It's just this FBI team who are in this town in Alaska investigating a crime, and Wolverine is somehow involved. So I think that's that's pretty cool. It's like it's a basically a murder mystery. Oh, cool. Um, have you been keeping up with, uh, are you talking REM re me? No, I have to catch up on that. Oh yeah. I really like it. Um, yeah, yeah. I've liked what I, I've loved what I've heard. Uh, Adam Scott is such a fucking nerd about it. Like he really, it's funny cause Scott Arkham is kind of mocks him a lot about it, but he's really into it. Yeah. No, I recommend that too. Are you talking REM re me? That's free. You don't have to have Stitcher premium for that. Nope. Um, check but if that you do, you don't have ads. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you don't know how to fast forward through things, yeah, get Stitcher Premium. I don't have to get my phone out anymore because it does it by itself. What, your phone gets out of your pocket by itself? I don't listen to my phone. Oh. I don't understand a goddamn word you just said, but apparently. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Uh, write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com and do it. I'm not fucking around. Write to us. You want to come on? We don't care who you are. Come on. You want to suggest a uh, a show? Be my fucking guest because we are really sick of coming up with these ideas. 
Um, you do the rest. Uh, write to us at popcultures.net. Do you think that's an ad for Google when we say to write to us at gmail.com? Basically is. Like us on Facebook. Rate us very, very, very highly on iTunes and write a short review of any sort. We don't care if it's bad or good. And most importantly, tell your friends to listen. Yeah, and Google, pay up. We're giving you free advertising. You desperately need it. Until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.